0: Hallelujah. I tell you, you need to know that you can't outgive God. It's a reality. It's, a, it's the truth. Who could testify to that? Who would give me a wave? I tell you, it's it astounds me. There is nothing, nothing you give that, that God just doesn't delight to outdo. He's so faithful. And even if it takes some time, you watch and see. It's so amazing. Uh, someone blessed us this week. And it was such a surprise, such, such a surprise. And yet we thought about it. We thought, wow, well, we sowed this, this, and this over this last year. And then, oh, look at that. You know, more than what we sowed just came back. And I, I look at that and I think, God, you are so faithful. We, you just mustn't underestimate God. There's nothing that he can't do. So, Papa, we say thank you for your kindness God, you are so good, you're so kind, and you're so faithful. We worship you, we praise you, and we bless you. Father, we ask that tonight you'd stretch forth your hand to heal and do signs and wonders and miracles in the name of your holy servant, Jesus. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Well, were you paying attention to the prophetic words that came out tonight? They were really interesting. Like first Nick shared a word that was just i mean quite amazing to me because it was it confirmation of a dream that I had last night, and then trevor 's word and megan 's word they all lined up. it was just so significant and so we need to pay attention when the Holy Spirit's speaking about the the blessing of the Lord too and his delight to bring increase and um i 've been sharing recently. Uh, from Numbers chapter 6. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. That wonderful uh, priestly blessing. And I was saying that I uh, had the joy of um, doing an endorsement for a friend's book, Warren Marcus's book, on the ancient priestly blessing that'll come out, I think, next year. And he, uh, as a, a Jewish believer, Went through all the different Hebrew words and and just a, such rich revelation, so so beautiful, and it was based uh, too on the fact that there was found in in the nineteen seventies a a silver little silver amulet with the inscription of um, this blessing was was the scripture that was found on this. And it turns out that this is 400 years older than the Dead Sea Scrolls, making it the oldest piece of scripture that we actually have. Um, And it just delighted my heart that the oldest piece of scripture that we have happens to be a revelation of the Father's love for us, of his delight toward us, that he would look at us and love us, that his delight, he says, this is what I want them to know. I want you to tell them this. Tell them, the Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face shine on you, to be gracious to you. Lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. This is the Father's desire for us. And we looked at the word bless, which when they, in the Hebrew, if you look at the word bless, it actually means to kneel and to give something of value. And it's a stunning thought to think God would kneel in front of us to give us something. Yet when you think about it, God humbled himself as a man, came down to our level to give his whole life for us. He got down on his knees and he washed the disciples' feet. And the Father now comes and he wants to kneel before you and to bless you. He wants, God, God wants, it's like it doesn't, the, the scripture doesn't say bless me, bless God, though we, we read that in other parts of the scripture, but, but this thing that God wanted us to hear more, so importantly was my heart toward you is I want to kneel before you and I want to bless you. Not to worship us or anything like that, but he comes in a heart desire like a father would come down to the level of a little child and say, hey, come here. And my heart response to that picture is to want to kneel down and go lower, you just like oh, you want to get down on your knees too, and you want to go lower than God. And, oh, Father, thank you. But He wants us, and, and the word Meg brought is He wants to bless us. We need to come into an agreement with God. Recognize He's not just saying these words. I want to bless you. I want to come before you and to give you things of value. I want to bless you, and so. As we begin to understand that, we need to then, by faith, start positioning ourselves to humbly receive what he wants to give. He says, you have not because you ask not. And so I began to do a study of the word bless. And not on the word bless, on all the biblical blessings. If you go through the scriptures, it would take a whole book to list them all. But I, you know, I read the Psalms and I just keep a notebook of, of there it is, another Re- revealed will of God in His desire to bless us. This is what I want to do for you, and you. Are, my list is so long, and I've only just begun. From beginning to end of the whole book, it's full of the revelation of the will of God with regard his, to His desire to bless us. I mean, we read in um, we read in Deuteronomy seven that. Uh, he will love you and bless you and multiply you. He'll bless the fruit of your womb, the fruit of your land, your grain, your new wine and your oil, the increase of your cattle, the offspring of your flock, in the land of which he swore to your fathers to give you. You shall be blessed above all people, so there shall not be a male or female barren among you or among your livestock. And the Lord will take away from you all sickness. And will afflict you with none of the terrible diseases of Egypt of which uh, which you have known, but will lay them on those that hate you. In that God says, I desire, this is what I want. You know, F.F. Bosworth said that faith begins where the will of God is known. When we know what his will is, we can start to have faith in what he wants to do. You want to bless me. So I just started to go through and I began to just have a look at the blessings. He wants to bless us with love. He wants to bless us with physical children. He wants to bless our children. He wants to bless our families. He wants to multiply our influence. He wants to enlarge our territory. He wants to bless us in so many beautiful ways. He wants to bless our land. He wants to forgive our sin. He wants to heal our land. He wants to Give us the gift of righteousness. He wants to transform us from the inside out. He wants to provide provision and prosperity, uh, physical and spiritually. Hallelujah. He wants to bless our businesses. He wants to bless our health. He wants to bless our souls to prosper. He wants to give his angels charge around us, to encamp around us. You know, he, you look at it. He, he wants to bless you with length of days. Hallelujah. These are all biblical blessings declared by God as his will for us. And when the Lord comes and says, I want you to understand this, the Lord bless you. When you start to put... Um, understanding to what he is saying you can start to activate your faith to begin to say thank you father I receive that I'll have that so you know I I use a um, example of my Mac computer I've got this clever computer and it can do lots of great things but you see I still don't know all the great things that it can do (laughs) my kids know a lot more than I do and I watch them sometimes and I think wait stop how'd you do that But because I don't know all the things, I don't get all the benefit. And in the same way, we need to start to deliberately open up our eyes, read the book, and and begin to engage with God in faith. Amen? He wants to bless us with deliverance, with divine health, with healing, with wisdom, with guidance. He wants to make our path straight. He wants to go before us and prepare the way. He wants to tell us great and mighty things which we don't know. He wants to set the lonely in families. He wants us to bear fruit in every season of our lives, never dry, never fainting, ever blessed, ever prosperous. This is the will of God for you. He wants us to overflow, be anointed. Even in our old age, he says, they'll stay fresh and fruitful. Now, Psalm 92, he says, Ask me and I'll give you the nations. I'll do it and they'll become your legacy, worldwide influence. This is all in the Bible as the revealed will of God and his desire to bless you. What are you receiving in faith? It makes me want to go down and get get on my knees and start saying, yes, God, tangibly, I want to start attaching faith. I want to start asking you for nations and I want to start expecting it and receiving it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He says he'll give us favor. He wants to bless us with bliss, absolute joy, continual joy. He wants to bless us with pleasure, with peace, with good sleep, with health, with protection, with help, with preservation. He wants to renew our youth like the eagle. I mean, that's just looking at a few psalms. I challenge you when you're writing your when you're reading your Bible. Keep a little note in your journal. There's another blessing. There's another blessing. And then when you know about it, get on your knees before the Father who wants to kneel before you and bless you and start to say, Father, thank you. I receive that. Thank you. Hallelujah. I had a dream last night. And when this dream went, it felt like it went for hours. And um, in the dream, I had a baby, a baby boy and as I had this little boy, I, I was looking at this little boy. He began to grow, and in one day, he grew into a full-grown man. And throughout the whole day, as he was growing, it was like, okay, give him a book on Chinese, he'll learn Chinese. Give him the Bible, he'll learn the Bible. You know, and, and it was it was voracious for for understanding and for knowledge and for wisdom. And I, I was aware, too, that I wanted to make sure that he had good influences around him that day because he was just absorbing everything so quickly. And it was like, wow, he's just growing and growing and growing and growing and growing. And I woke up, and went, that was a weird dream, God. That was a long dream. But, you know, um, as, as Nick shared that, that uh, prophecy tonight, It just confirmed to me that this desire to do supernatural suddenly increase. When I spoke to the Lord about it, I said, Lord, what what was that all about? And he says, I don't want you to underestimate what I can do very quickly. And, you know, there might be some of you that have been praying for something for a very long time. You might have been pregnant with a desire, with a promise, a hope for a very long time. But don't underestimate what God can do in a day. Can a nation be built in a day? Yes. You see, we're not called to think as with natural constraints. God, with him, nothing is impossible. And he is a God who delights to bless us. He delights to bless us. You see, we can easily fall into the trap of looking at the problems and looking at circumstances and looking at things and thinking, oh, it's just hard, it's just difficult, it seems overwhelming. You know, and it's easy to get, to get caught in that. You could be watching the news and you could be, I mean, whatever. You might be praying for the government and thinking, oh, just, oh, what about this? It looks terrible. What are we going to do? Or you can look at God and think, well, God, I'm going to ask you for a nation. Whatever it is, if you're, if you're looking at family members and you're thinking, oh, this is such a difficult situation. I don't know how something's going to happen. Instead of looking at the difficulty of this circumstance, why not look at the one who says, can a nation be born in a day? Yeah. Ask me, I'll give you the nations as your inheritance. This one who says, I want to bless you. You know, I shared uh, the other week that Mandy Woodhouse's word about the dogs. And she had these nasty dogs that lived across the road. And um, she saw, and they, were, uh, they weren't properly restrained. And she saw a man walk past. And they growled at him and they bared their teeth. But she, he refused just to look at them. He didn't flinch. He didn't show any fear. He just kept his eyes straight ahead, kept walking. The dogs growled the whole time, but they didn't touch him. Then a little while later, a lady came past. The dogs growled, they barked. She panicked. She picked up a stone and she threw it at the dogs. The dogs came over and attacked her and Mandy had to call 911. And, you know, that's a really interesting picture because we need to be careful where we let our focus go. It's very easy to react in the natural to circumstances that seem overwhelming, and to start to, you know, respond with a reactive way and, and, and begin to panic or think about or talk about the size of the problem or the, the issue or, you know, to feel overwhelmed or even start to, to be limited in our faith because we're looking at the circumstance. And God says, I want you to set your mind on things above, things that are lo- pure and lovely and of a good report. Whose report will we believe? We will believe the report of the Lord. Hallelujah. He says, set your mind and keep them set on things above. Colossians chapter 3. God's asking us. He says, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden. I'll give you rest. I want to lift up your head and I want you to look at me. I want you to look into my face because the heart of the Father is that you would see his shining eyes saying, I've got something in store for you the joyful anticipation of good hallelujah i've got I, you, you've been praying but you don't know what i've been setting up yeah, he tells us in 1 john 3 that if our hearts don't condemn us we have confidence toward god and whatever we ask we receive yeah. 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 that's it yeah. whatever we ask we receive and yet Sometimes we ask and we think, oh, I hope something happens. And we forget that we aren't beggars on the, on the ground. We are actually seated in heavenly places with him and we already have a yes and amen. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad. Hallelujah. Celebrate. Sing, O barren, you who've not born. Why? Because she's barren and she hasn't born? No, because the promise is so real. You're going to have more children than the the woman who has a husband. God spoke and he began to prophesy that I want you to recognize that I am faithful, that I will make a way where there seems to be no way, that nothing is impossible for those who believe. I believe that we are in a season right now where there's a shift has happened. And God has brought you up on the higher ground and he's wanting you to recognize you are in a place of of promotion. Look and see and begin to recognize it and begin to take it by faith and say, thank you, Father. You've given us the land. Thank you, Father. Begin to ask. You know, I, I believe that too often we forget to actually ask. There's so many things that we'd like to see happen, but I wonder, have you asked about all those things. I mean, I have found myself in a position sometimes where I'm doing something, I'm mobilizing, I'm trying to get stuff done, I'm doing things, but I actually haven't stopped in my own private secret place and asked. God wants us to be careful to get first things first, to get everything in divine order, to set in place the one thing that is most needful. You know, the world screams at us. Life screams at us. You need to do this. you got to get that done. And you do. I'm a mom. I've got three kids. I understand. There's things that have to happen. and then, But you know what? In everything that I need to do, God makes a way for me to be able to have, make the choice to prioritize time with him. And I, I need to choose because if I don't choose, circumstances choose for me. So I pri- I have to prioritize it and I have to fight for it. And we need to make time to get before the Lord. So to picture him wanting to come before us and kneel before us. I, ne- I want to kneel before him myself then when I think about this. And then I want to start receiving. I want to discover this one whose eyes are like flame of fire. I want to find him in the word. I, I bought a new Bible today. I, I um. I didn't have time to go, so I sent, I sent Emily to go to the shop and get me on uh, the, the new Passion Translation complete. I was like, oh, I just bought it. That will be good.
1: <laughs> Very
0: nice. Hallelujah. Present for me. <laughs> Treat for myself. And, um, you know, but it's not that one translation is better than another at any point. I mean, I believe we are reading translations of different Um, of a different language. We need to look at lots of different translations. But the word of God should be a delight to us, a continual feast that we just open up and we begin to drink in. I want to search him out. Sometimes I do, you know, I'll, I'll read the gospels with A desire, God, I'm seeking to know you, Jesus. I want to know Jesus. I want to know you more. So I'm wanting, as I'll read through the Gospels, I'll I'll focus on wanting to know the person of Jesus. Help me to know you. I want to know what you're like. I want to know what you're like. I'll read you in the Gospels. I'll read you in Revelation. I want to know what you're like. God will just... Put different things on your heart. The Holy Spirit will lead you in revelation of who Jesus is, of who the Father is. He's got ways to reveal himself to us. And if we will take the time to let him lead us, he'll, he'll take us. Um, earlier in the week, on Monday night, we had a um, little birthday party for my son. And he had a lot of his friends over. And But I was racing around in the afternoon trying to clean up the house. <laughs> Does any, anybody know what I'm talking about? When I was a younger wife, that would stress me out, particularly if the in laws were coming. I'd be like, I've got to get it right. I've got to get it looking nice. And I'd be stressing myself out and stressing everybody else out in the house. And nobody else does that, I suppose. Just me. It was like, not a pleasant environment for a couple of hours before an event like that would happen. Anybody? You're leaving me hanging. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done that for a long while, though, because I learned that it's actually more important that I'm in a good space yeah. than my house is fabulous. <laughs> and so normally, if I would have someone coming for dinner or something, in the, when I was younger, I'd be you know fussing about everything. But I learned after a while just to go and close the door for 10 minutes, get on the floor and just look in the face of Jesus and ah, let him bring me some peace. Let him refresh me. Let him encourage me just to remember what I look like. Hallelujah. I look like you. Thank you, Jesus. Ah, I am patience personified (laughs) because you're patient. I'm patient. Thank you, Jesus. And I'd let him love me. Let him kiss me. Let him refresh me. I you know, I did this on Monday. I, I, I took probably 25 minutes, actually, because <laughs> I needed help. And I got on the floor. I was just talking to the Lord. Oh, it's so lovely. And I heard him say, Matthew 5.11. And I was like, oh, great. That's wonderful. And then the phone rang. And uh, it was my sister, I had to, uh, you know, organize some chairs to be picked up and stuff. And I forgot about this Matthew 5.11 so then that night, Trevor walks in. He says, I've got a scripture for you. I said, fantastic. I just got to go and sort out the food. And I got to do this and I got to do that. Finally, at the end of the night, he goes, do you want to hear that scripture? The Lord gave me for you. I went, oh, yes, yes. Tell me the scripture. Matthew 5, 11, he says. I went, oh. <laughs> Blessed are you and men persecute you and speak evil of you, slander you. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad. I went, yeah, thanks. Thanks. Appreciate that. Awesome. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Why, God, are you speaking this to me? But I paid attention knowing that in a space of just a few short hours, God spoke this scripture twice to me. And I, I be, as I just began to rejoice and thank the Lord... It was amazing to watch breakthroughs just begin to happen, like serious rewards start to come. It was just quite amazing. And I thought about it later. I thought, Lord, you wanted to bless me, but I didn't even have time to know what you were trying to tell me, to listen to you, to respond to your word. And you know, every day God has got gifts for us. He's got invitations for us. And we say, no, I gotta do this, I'm too busy, I gotta organize this, and I gotta get this happening and I gotta get that going. And and he's like, okay. Got a present for you. Would you like a present? We go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, wonderful, awesome. Just a bit busy right now. I've done this other times. I remember the Lord inviting me just to pull aside and you know, um, and pray. And you know, he'll do that at different times during the day. Just Could you just step aside for a minute? Can I just have a quick word with you? And I've, so I've said, ah, oh, yeah, that'd be lovely. Can't do it right now. And I've put it in my head, I'm going to go for a walk with you this evening and we'll talk then. <laughs> and then I, in the evening, I go for my walk. What do you want to talk to me about? And he says, I want to talk to you about that situation you had today. Ah, that would have been really helpful information three hours ago. (laughs) And I realized, wow. You know, we think our ways are better than his ways. But God says, I want to bless you. Help me bless you by hearing my voice responding to me and letting me give you what I have for you. You know, sometimes we look at blessings as just being external circumstances, but God wants to give us the keys as to how to receive those blessings in our quiet time alone with him. There'll be times I go to have a, I'll I'll go to pray and, and spend time with the Lord and I get suddenly all these incredible ideas. And I'll think, oh, come on, I'm trying to concentrate. I'm trying to worship. And the Lord's going, that's what I'm trying to give you. Oh. So I actually, don't, it doesn't bother me anymore. I get up and I'll write it down, or I'll, and because I'm recognizing suddenly these are all the invitations that are in God's inbox for me that I haven't had time to start to receive. And I believe the Holy Spirit wants to bless you more than you realize. That He wants to do things in such a wonderful way that you're going to think, "How could that happen so suddenly?" After so long, I believe it's a season of suddenlies, yeah. and that the suddenlies of God are waiting. And but God has keys for you that He wants to give you every day to unlock the next gift. suddenly, sometimes over the Christmas season, you know, um, when the kids were smaller, we'd buy those Advent calendars, and you, you could open one every day, and there'd be a little treat behind each little day you have to open it up to be able to get the treat, right? I believe we're coming into a season where God has got a treat for you every day and that he's got a key ready for you to use that's going to unlock the blessings of God that he wants to give you. But you need to take it every day and go, what do we got today, God? How would you like to bless me today? That's not selfish. It's actually the revealed will of the Father. He's saying, I want to bless you. He's prophesying, I want to bless you. You can go, that's nice. Haven't we got a good father? Or you can get on your knees tomorrow and go, Father, thank you. What would you like to bless me with? I want to release my faith and I want to start taking hold of it. Hallelujah. Because when God starts to do that, when you get blessed, all the world around you gets blessed. Your blessing is not just about you. It's, it's for the rest of the world to see that he is good and that he is kind. It's, it's so that you can overflow. He has revealed to us it's his will to bless us. Don't get shy about it because you might miss out. It's like saying, oh, I I don't want to use that shortcut on the computer because, you know, I don't want to be, like, thinking I'm too clever. It's just ridiculous. God wants to bless you. He wants to bless you. Help him. Hallelujah. Father, we say thank you. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your kindness. You're so good, God. Father, I thank you that you've been preparing rams caught in the thicket that we don't even know about, God. Father, I thank you that as people have struggled up the mountain, as they've looked and and walked in obedience and they've been following after you and and struggling, God, you're smiling going, oh, I love their heart. I'm so looking forward to what I've got to do. Father, I am asking that you would release in every heart here and every heart listening, Lord, this bubbling anticipation of your surprises, your blessings, Father, that you would cause them, Father, to see your face, your goodness and your favor, that they would begin by faith to respond to your desire to bless us, to keep us, to make your face shine on us, to be gracious to us. Lord, that you would lift up your countenance upon us and give us peace. Papa, I'm asking, Holy Spirit, Lord, that you'd help us to become more and more aware of your word so that we could steward it in a way that it would feed us, that it would nourish us, and that it would cause us, Lord, to be the blessing that you want us to be in the world. Father, you've called us to be there above only and not beneath. You've called us to be the head and not the tail. And Lord, that's because you want, you want a benevolent head. God, you are looking for people that would be overflowing with the blessing of the Lord. Father, I'm asking for your blessing, Lord, to be poured out in each and every one. In Jesus' name, Amen, amen, hallelujah Mm. Who dares wins (laughs) And if you're offended by that, feel free not to do it No worries, won't bother me at all Maybe a little bit, might bother me a little bit Because I love you, hallelujah, I want you blessed (laughs) Papa, I thank you for your goodness. Lord, I thank you that you love everyone here so much. Lord, that you've been going after them from before they ever knew you. You were going after them because they are your treasure, your delight. Father, I thank you that they are the apple of your eye. Holy Spirit, I just ask that you'd come now, that you would refresh and encourage Lord, that you just pour out your love, your bliss, your joy, your delight, your pleasure, your peace, your prosperity, physically, financially, emotionally, relationally, in every good thing. Lord, bless, prosper, even as our souls prosper. Father, we say thank you, Lord. We choose to receive it. We surrender our way. And we say, Lord, your ways are wonderful and all your ways are just. We say yes. We receive. We open up our hearts. Come, Father. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your grace. Come into our lives, Lord. Thank you for your grace.